Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of Podcast Assemble, a show where you come for your regular geeky download. My name's Tommy, and I am delighted, as always, to be joined by my friend and co-host, who has been across the pond for so long. It's the one and only DL. How there, are you, mate? There, I'm good, man. I'm good. There were multiple ponds. Multiple ponds? Yeah. You were flying like all over the place. The Adriatic. <laughs> the Pacific. Pick a pond. Pick a pond. What's the, what's the sea in between the New Zealand and Tasmania? The Tasman Strait? I don't know. <laughs> I was all over the place. Mate, that just reminded me of the worst dad joke I've ever heard the other day. And I'm going to tell you it now because where else am I going to say this to the world? We were talking about bad dad jokes and this one came up because we were also talking about pirates for some reason. So here's, here's a joke for you. What be a pirate's favorite letter? R. You'd think it'd be R, but no, it's the C. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible. Yeah, it's the worst. We can cut that. <laughs> it's the worst joke um, of all time. Absolutely not. Uh, we could your crap. Mate, talk, talk to me. Where have you been? What have you been up to? Uh, yeah, I've been in a mayor been in la america SF. fuck yeah been in uh, wellington oh yeah you went to nz as well didn't yeah, you yeah i was in new zealand for a bit considering we are a couple of well an english and an american boy you we both live in sydney i don't think we've ever said that on the podcast we we are both out of sorts so you getting across the states actually it's always really exciting for you get to yeah, see yeah, the I family get to see home um get to you know meet the fam again it's almost like our usp we should really say that more often USP. <laughs> IUSP. It's like our unique selling point. We're a Brit and an American sat in uh, Sydney. Our unique selling point. Our unique differentiator. How, how, well, I, I don't know. Like, Do there are plenty of sales methodologies out of there the There are plenty of Brits pod. over here. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it's, it, it was good to be back. It was, you know, I always have a love hate relationship with LA. Why? It's like, I love being there. I love getting fat on Mexican food and then showing up multiple kilos heavier, multiple pounds of my Whenever I see you after it, you're always friend, slightly chubby around the face. A little bit chubby, a little bit softer around <laughs> softer features. Uh, but then like, and I love, you know, like the sunny days, it's all good. But the traffic. The traffic. So bad. That's, that's what we've fallen into <laughs> the here. The traffic We're is the LA so traffic. bad, dude. It's <laughs> omnipresent and it's everywhere. Anyway, I digress. So. Hey, yeah, look, well, good. ever since you've been away, I've literally, my whole world's changed. <laughs> I'm, you got I a haircut. Fin- I finally got a haircut, which took only took four months. It does look good. I, I high and tight. He's high and tight, boys. Moved house. We're now in a new place at last, after all the debacle that it was yeah, previously. The drama. the drama. For anyone who doesn't know, we talked about this a, lot, a couple of weeks ago. I basically got kicked out of, me and my partner got kicked out of our old place. We were given 30 days to basically vacate. And... In did a you, hot rental market. Did you know this? That the the property we were in has gone back on the market for three hundred dollars a week more than it was. Three hundred dollars uh, in a hot rental market. In a hot rental market. <laughs> oh my god, it's so hot. Yeah. But yeah, and then uh, the partners got the Rona, so we've we've been all over the place. Oh wow, that's tough. Well, yeah, tell, good times. Tell the partner that uh, I will make her tea if she needs it. I, have I don't believe you for a second. I'll bring her. <laughs> herbs and spices. you're so behind your calendar still in october so i don't i'll believe it when it's i not, see it it's not november yet <laughs> jokes uh there will be time codes in the description for anyone wants to jump around if you guys want to listen to us banter about our day feel free but the time codes are thanks to friend of the show and editing genius mr matt bliss who nails it every time if you want to get into the podcast game and you want someone to edit your podcasts hit up mr matt bliss at blissery.fm we will talk about him more at the end of the show Dale, what have you been up to buddy what's been happening 
Well, other than traveling the world and getting f- screwed over. Come on, man. Talk to me about our geeky time frame. Get a, yeah, getting screwed over in cattle class. I had a lot. In what? Cattle class. Oh, cattle class. Didn't get class. my upgrades. It was tough. Oh. Lots of babies. Uh, Lots of babies. You the smallest violin in the world? It's just for you. But I did have a lot to watch. So, I caught up on The Boys. Try and keep it to three, maybe. That's hard. Okay. Okay. Let's but I will. I will. I will. The boys. So, boys season three. You finally watched Got it. Got up on the boys. And God, it's just, I want to go rewatch the other seasons. It's, it's great. So right? good. It's, you know what? It's just a really well made television oh, show. It's fire. Like, every single part of like a, what a really good show is, they have. Yes. And like, every episode has like a clear beginning, middle, and end and like moves characters forward. And it's just a really good show. Um, I, mean, I appreciate it. The acting's that. really good as well. Who, what, what was the, the biggest moment for you this season. What did you find the most interesting? There was like three episodes that could qualify as the finale. Okay. I would say. Yeah, that's true. Should um, we spo- spoiler alert the boys? Spoilers for the boys. Season three, yeah. You know, that you're listening to a podcast about <laughs> geeky shit. shit. We're going to talk about it. Yep. Uh, yeah, my favorite part, like, I think one of my favorite episodes was Herogasm. Yes. Good episode. Um, good ending and and the one i think the there was one of the early ones i think it was like the third one was really good as well um but cool, like cool chat what, what I'm happened trying, i'm trying to think of what happened in it because it all i watched it like pretty back to back i thought, so it all so, kind I of thought the whole together. soldier boy plot line was fantastic yes they yeah, really I, I nailed think that's that. when it was i think yeah, it was like okay. they go and get soldier boy yeah and he was hilarious and just he like, was great jensen ackles yeah i mean what like a good just actor. in general like i like most of the choices they made the even the things i didn't like as much um like where it was like you're just trying to do too much like the black lives matter thing didn't you know sure I was like, oh, like, do you really need to include that? Because it's like, we, we get it. But I thought it was interesting. I thought it was interesting the way they did it and how, like, you know, they played off against how, like, I mean, superheroes in it aren't really super, are they? They're just sort of, like, super-powered Yeah, no, bags. no. I, I guess it's like, I, I think it just, like, didn't have a lot to say about it. It just kind of, like, like where they when they tackle other issues, it feels like they they have, like, a good point of view. With that one, they're just like, this stuff happens. I feel it didn't like, feel like they had anything special to say. Well, I, f- I feel like for me, and like you can stop me if you think this is just non, this yeah. is just treading familiar ground. But for me, the superheroes are sort of like the uh, pinnacle of capitalism within the show. So they're like these yeah. that not point no 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 not one percent who have all all the wealth. And I feel like it's sort of like reflecting, sort of like if I don't know, like the the episode of uh, the episode of South Park where. <laughs> Where Kyle's dad uses the M word live on TV. If they do something like that, they just come out and they make some like fake apology and it just goes away. Yeah, yeah. Regardless. Yeah. And I'm like, that's kind of how it is in society. That is. I, I guess like the other, like, you're, you're not wrong. The other parts of it, like, like when they do things about like how it's playing out. You looked really society. worried there for a second, by the way. Like, I was going to say something that should not come out of my mouth. <laughs> no, no. No. As I, a very white individual, I, I, I. No, no. I was just like, I, I just didn't think that they added a lot to like the debate there okay or, or sure. like with homelander they're adding a lot like you you like empathize with homelander sometimes in the season and you're like whoa 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 why do i empathize with this fucking psychopath yes whereas like i had no empathy i was like yes like virtue signaling happens and yes corporate companies try and benefit off it and yes i don't give a fuck why is like i really just don't care about a train like why like he, there's nothing, yeah, there's nothing there for yeah. me to care about beyond like, yep, you would do this. You are an asshole. What the cool part that they did was how they've now given him his heart. And yeah. so it's like, so it's like, how is he going to handle that? And the cool part was like how, it, like the interaction, I think with uh, Huey, when he mm-hmm. actually was sorry and what that looked like and exploring like how far can redemption be like, be 
how far can you really mm-hmm. redeem yourself? It's like exploring. It's like Jamie Lannister. It's like sure. exploring the story of like, can someone really be redeemed if they've done this much shit? Yeah. Like that part's interesting to me, but the actual like, but, but otherwise, dude, they, like, I mean, it's just a minor nitpick. It's amazing. It's show. a great show. Amazing. Show. Great show. And I love Frenchie how, is just so good. And they turned, they, they flipped on his head. Like in the comics, Soldier Boy isn't Homelander's dad. That's, that's yeah. just for the show. And it's the, good twist. The other twist was and it's like that, obvious. Like, how did I not see it coming? Yeah, but it was, but it's a good twist. Of course, in yeah. in, in the show as well, Black Noir is like a clone of Homelander is a clone of Homelander. Yeah. So I wonder if that will be the next one though. I wonder if they'll just replace him and start that storyline. That's a good storyline. That could be a good storyline, but I'm glad it wasn't Black Noir because it kind of didn't make sense for that version of yeah. it. Yeah, absolutely not. But that was a cool one. I liked what they did there. Well, I'll tell you, I did something cool this week and something you've been rambling on at me to do for a couple of weeks now. I finally watched the very first episode of Andor, the Star Wars prequel it's ba- sort of yeah, show. The prequel show that basically explores the beginnings of the original rebellion. Yes. Uh, I, I bloody loved the first episode. It was amazing. Fantastic. Yeah. Love the main guy. He's, he's great in it. And it's getting like tens across the board for the season. So I should really, really push forward watching. with this. Yeah. I, I, you know... I have a feeling, and I could be wrong, but I've been wa- I've been listening to another podcast that does kind of similar. They're on other podcasts. What yeah, are you talking they about? They actually do similar. We are the stuff. only movie podcast. Yeah, they actually do similar stuff to what we do. Oh, on the ringer, uh, but the, the and they've also got listeners. They do. <laughs> they do. Um, there was like twelve episode like reviews for Andor, like where they huh. and I was like, I don't remember watching twelve episodes. Did I? I thought Did I missed something. I, I thought like it, I think I watched like eight episodes and thought it was over because I'd been so late uh. to the game and really there was more coming and I right. just thought the show was over and I was like oh that's a kind of a weird ending but <laughs> but I enjoyed the show so much I'm just gonna stop after the eighth yeah, episode so as well. like I just didn't realize that it continued on but right. I could be wrong like I don't I gotta go look I think it's at least ten. Like how? Like do you, you haven't seen the end. I, I only, so I've only don't, seen one episode. Okay, so like I can't talk about it with you then. But we'll we'll see. My ending so we'll far is I, yeah very different to what yeah. the ending actually is. Well, I don't know. Well, I'm gonna well, yeah. The real ending is the ending of Rogue One. Technically, if you want if you want to get technical about this. <laughs> Come on, what else have you been up to? What have you been doing? Uh, what else did I watch? I watched uh, Taxi Driver, which has been on my list forever. With it's a Martin Scorsese De Niro? film with De Niro. Yes, I've seen. I haven't seen that film, but it's a I weird know. Movie. We should have that on one of our lists, on many, many, many lists. Yeah, we may have to. It's very, very different than anything else Scorsese I've seen him do. It's been, it's one of his first movies. So really? Okay. I think. Because De Niro is meant to be amazing in that. He is good. It's just very different. Very different how? There's no narration, for one. Oh, well, I mean, well, can't be Scorsese <laughs> every film other Scorsese narration. movie has, like, that I've seen. <laughs> Almost everyone has narration, except for, like, Shutter Island, I guess. But it's very different than that as Great well. Great movie. That's a really good movie. Um, I, I enjoyed it for sure. It just sure. wasn't exactly what I was expecting. And, st- and at the end of it, I just didn't really know how to feel. I didn't I know what that's me- how it's supposed to be. I didn't know what message it wanted me to yeah. s- like, I guess that's the point. Like maybe it's like life sometimes works this way. Anyway, I think it's a bit like that Joker movie. It's a bit like, is it all in his head? Is he, is he just freaky? Like what's happening here? It is kind of like the yeah. Joker movie. In fact, I wonder how inspired now that you've said Heavily. that, it feels like Heavily. that director was very inspired by Taxi Drive. Well, the actual Joker movie was inspired by a, different De Niro movie the, called The Comedian. Mm. Effectively, it's the same plot as the Joker movie. Like, it follows all the same beats, mm. except just without the Joker. <laughs> and a young Bruce Wayne. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's interesting. You should look at the comparisons. Like, they're very similar movies. Mm. Well, I did another thing this week. Uh, uh, we continued our watching through of the Hunger Games movies. We finally finished all four. Yet? This is a couple, it's been two weeks in the bit. We haven't spoken for each other for like three weeks. Three weeks. That's what I'm yeah, saying. You were I did already this three on the last ago. movie. I did this three weeks ago. I'm uh, catching okay, you okay, up. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, I was confused by the ending of the fourth one. 
Ah. It just sort of ends and then yeah. just doesn't feel very earned. That whole movie. Like, I, I got it. The I, conclusion of the book series doesn't feel very earned. So the books opinion. are the same. Because I was going to ask you, like, is... I vaguely remember, Is yeah. there more in the books that I'm missing? Oh, what did, how does it end? Well, she she shoots... Spoilers for Hunger Games. Who cares? 2019. She, she has a choice of shooting the old dude yeah, who's attached yeah, to the pole, but she shoots yeah, the chi- she shoot, shoots the woman who... She shoots the chick that was like... Yeah, well, yeah. she's just taking the same place. She's trying yeah, to do the same yeah, stuff. Yeah. I got it. Like, great. It's kind like, of fucking But, but I, got, I got that two movies ago. Like, yeah. it wasn't... It wasn't, like, like profound. Earth-shattering. And it wasn't a twist. And it was pretty predictable. Yeah. And kind of cheap. And also, like, so you're just going to kill her in cold blood? Like, after deciding that that's not how you should do things? Yeah. And fighting a whole rebellion for yeah. it? That's what you decide to do? It just it just doesn't... It, it just kind of, like, what was the message? What, what, what yeah, was like, the I message? Yeah, you know, I didn't get that. It's, like, kind of, like... Anyway. I got a bit lost in that ending. I didn't... Yeah, it kind of went on like it was like the Lord of the Rings. It was like twelve endings. It kept to, going. To, to be honest, they, it, it felt like a really good idea for a premise, and she never. It kind of felt like she never really understood how to end it. Fair. And kind of just like made this Hollywood ending Fair. to the book because I, the book was felt the same way. Right, right, right. And yeah. it just sort of petered out. Peter. <laughs> First one. Pun great. intended. Yeah. Like, <laughs> right. One more. What have you been up to? Give me another one. Uh, I have also six episodes in and Rings of Power. I cannot believe you've only watched two. I've watched two episodes. Yeah. But that was... How did you know I've only watched two? That was the way you were three weeks ago. No, I hadn't watched any three weeks ago. I've watched two episodes while you've been away. Okay, okay. Like, literally, I was going to say, like, I, it's uh, he's really defend- compelling. Like, he's very, very dependent. He's defending himself here. I am it's defending like, myself. I love this show. Vehemently. It's, it's, I, I think my opinion so far Please. is that they have... They have put a lot of care into this. I would say so, too. Now, there are boring parts. But who's to have, say, if you watch the problems. original trilogy, there's not boring parts in that as well? That's true. It's just Very a long true. thing. It's Lord of the Rings. Sometimes you got to go through some boredom. I have problems. To get that warm feeling when you see the hobbits eating berries and shit. I hate the hobbits. Really? Every single one of them. That is... Sorry, I just peaked that mic for That's sure. That's all right. It's fun. But it was a shockingly hot, spicy take. I hate all of them. The deep habanero... <laughs> like ghost pepper take there that is not true they're one of the best parts of the show no they're not feels really forced i'm two episodes in remember so they've only just met the stranger by the time i've so you've seen a lot to form this really spicy opinion yeah it's just like and and i get it right like it is it's supposed to be like the flip side of everything else everything's supposed to be getting a bit gray and dark and everything's getting a bit gloomy but they're supposed to be the ones who are sort of like still living in their own fantasy world and they're all happy and excited and i'm like it's, it's 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 too night and day it doesn't make sense compared to the rest of the show. You go to them and everyone's diddly dee 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 and then you flip to the rest and like, we got to go and search these orcs out. It's like, come on, man, just like... It, it feels like too big a contrast. It is, but that's the way the world is. And I get go, that. Go to indie, go to... <laughs> let me tell you, I was just in LA, you go to Skid Row. <laughs> it ain't fucking Santa Monica, all right? Like, shit, shit, shit happens like this. There's contrast in our world. And I, I like it because I think it's such a beautiful way to set the origin story for the hobbits they made this this wasn't in any of the works they made this up and they're like how do we you know not go against what was you know not like how do we not change what was written but add to the story and they're like it feels off not having hobbits around and the way they've set no. up the lore is to be like they they're not written about because no one really knew them because they were they were hiding all the time that was sure. the way they used to live and this is the the people that eventually become the shire folk and we're going to see how they go from hiding all around everywhere to being a very lived in homey bunch and that's i'm fun. excited to see this journey i love watching them eat berries wolves are big problems for them that's kind of cool boring i am gonna keep going and say 
The it's, songs? Very into the songs. It's an, I haven't seen any of them yet. Ooh, it's, there it's is a an, song. It's an unnecessary juxtaposition when you've got these, these elves who are sick as hell. Mate, and just run around, ima- like, I kicking s- the shit out of people. I disagree, but I could not disagree more. Can you imagine if it was just, like, an hour and 20 minutes of Galadriel's pinched I don't, asshole I don't just, mean- like, fucking yelling at everyone? I would never watch that show. That's so masochistic. <laughs> just, like, on her elven high horse, yeah. just yelling at me for an but hour like, and 20 minutes, bro? Are you kidding me? Come on, me? there are, like, four different stories. There, there's, like, the elves, there's the humans, there's the, there's the one, the... Okay, plus the one some more elf. with the weird kid just, like, stabbing his... I don't know. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. That's not what I'm interested in. For the in. amount that you get. But if you got 20 more minutes of his weird ass voice, I'd be are over you, it. Are you, like, are you honestly going to tell me that if you cut the 15 minutes, the hobbits are in it? Just cut that out. It would change the show. It changes the, the tone worst. vastly. And yeah, it, they're def- great. And it, dude, I think you are in the massive minority here. I think most people really like the Hobbit stuff and get really, really bored with the elf stuff. Like right. the, all the like, oh, we're in this river kingdom of, what do they call it? Numenor. Numenor. They do get a bit annoying with it. Glad we are. It's like, like, like swallowing. Like, oh. like, uh, it's like, oh man, yeah, cough that yeah. shit up. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, look, I'm, I'm loving, I'm loving it. So and, and I'm, and I'm we only, can do a we can do a debate episode. I'm only later. two episodes in, yeah, so I'm, sure, I'm sure it will win me over. But I do, I do very much like the character, the Galadriel character. She's called Mordif Clark. Like that first what? name doesn't work with the Is second. She actually, yeah, it's great. And uh, Robert Armanio, who plays Elrond, also fabulous. I would say the best. My favorite stories are the Elrond. Have you seen? You've you've met the dwarf. He's just gone to the dwarfs. Yeah, yeah. that storyline. Good dwarf. And the, Good dwarf line storyline. And the Hobbit storyline, I think, are actually my favorites. All right, okay, all right, all yeah. right. I'll, take, I'll keep watching. Like, I just haven't had. Are time you on recently. Theory Watch? I just haven't had time recently. Do you have a theory? What's a theory watch about Old Mate the Stranger? I've only seen him once, so I don't know. Well, we know. I, I'm assuming he's Sauron. I'm from. not spoiling anything. You always say that. I never. You're always already spoiled. You're already already spoiled. That's true, actually. I've got a thing in here. I've always spoiled about. I would posit to you as you watch. I like that word. Posit. I would posit to you. Please keep positing as you watch the positron over here to figure out who you think Sauron is. I would posit that to you. I will keep watching. I'm not going to not keep watching. Yeah. So as you, I just need to find actual time in the day. Yeah, it is. They're long. How long episodes? Um, Which I'm glad. Just come back next week and we'll talk about this. I'm not going to watch any more of it by next week because there's two things that I'm going to tell you about next week that I'm saving for then that have taken up all of my time. And they're both, they're both doozies, but they're going to have to wait till next week because you know what, ta- you know what it's time for, DL? Mm. It's time for Have You Heard. I have heard. Have you heard? <laughs> Back to singing. BL, DL, we've got BL? Who's BL? <laughs> Bacon and lettuce. I just need some tomato. <laughs> Where's my tomato at? I'm over here. That's a terrible BLT. Oh, God. Literally killed me. <laughs> Look, we've got big news this week. We've got big, long Avatar 2 news. Um, we have got Westworld news, and we have Indiana Jones 5 news. First and foremost, DL, did you hear this week? The Avatar 2 runtime has been announced. Now, I know you want to see this in cinemas. What's longer? The time we've had to wait between movies or the movie itself? Oh, my God. <laughs> now, follow up to the on-off highest-grossing movie of all time, of course, directed by James Cameron. You know, he's the, the guy who directed the Aquan movie in Entourage. You remember that, right? He's that, he's that guy. Okay, cool, 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 cool. And before uh, that, the Titanic. The Titanic, of course. Yeah, that film. The Leo Maker. This is going to be three hours and ten minutes. Wow. That's too many. Do they pass out catheters <laughs> as you enter the theater? I, 
I need an intermission. I need like a middle bit where I can go and get some ice cream and like a little. That's actually way too fucking. long. That's too long. My Apple iPod, like my Apple Watch, would tell me to stand like twice. Yeah, big time. That's 190 minutes. One nine zero. And like, how is it going to be good? I don't know. What story are they going to tell that's new for an three hours? I don't want to see this movie. I just don't understand what story they have to tell. Like it's just it feels like it's gonna be a rehash. Is there a Pocahontas part two? Yes. Okay, well that's straight that, to DVD. That's it. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That one. <laughs> straight to DVD. The shit wasn't three hours long. He, he apparently came out this week and was like, if this isn't like one of the top five grossing movies of all time, it's it's gonna lose money big time. So it's gonna that's be what it's he expensive. Said. Yeah, it's expensive. That's a great well. way to create a meme of yourself. Like people might big just decide time. not to go just to like I, I think he was Maybe. just, like, realistic. I think he was like, I waited this long. We put this much time and effort into it. Like, it's a fucking expensive movie. Well, <laughs> I probably... I've seen worse in theaters. Are we going to watch it for the I, podcast? I reckon we are definitely going to watch it in theaters. Oh, uh, for three hours and ten minutes. Yeah. Uh, I mean, like, if you go... If you're going to see Avatar, you have to see it in theaters. In IMAX. Fine. Okay, and also, I will do it for you, but you owe me. Morbius, I gotta give James yeah, Cameron yeah. some love. Like I, you owe me, I owe you for the Morbius and the Black Adam, yeah. right? So I've got to do that. Between Black them, they Adams make up pretty much. Almost, Black Adams had a good potential to be a good movie if it didn't. Well, we we had this conversation. Yeah. It should have stopped forty five minutes earlier. Link to our podcast. Anyway, moving on. Then, did you hear this week, sir? Westworld got cancelled. Yeah, what the fuck? Just give him the last season. Come on, man. Just one more like, season. What? That's so lame. It must have really not gotten good. I was. I felt terrible. Rains. I feel a bit guilty because I like was well on my way to catching up and then like just stopped. And maybe Dude. if I had finished, <laughs> they, they <laughs> wouldn't have canceled you John Nolan's the movie. Camels back. Yeah, for sure. They would have like seen like, oh, this heady guy finished it. He's into it. They had the tea. They just didn't have the BL. Yeah. So it's just a tomato sandwich. <laughs> so tomato. Do you, so do you think that that is fair based off the ending of the fourth season? Based off the ending of the last season you saw. I think it really peaked in the first season. Yeah, and of course. two and three should have killed it. Four resurrected it a bit, but I think they probably lost so many people, so from many viewers three, yeah. from two and three that it just couldn't survive. Yeah. Surely. Like, it, it got cancelled because of the, the poor ratings. And they said they wanted to do, they wanted to come back. So it's Chris Nolan's brother. He's the yeah. writer of it. He said he wanted to come back into a fifth season to finish the story. In quotation marks. Do you think marks. he actually had an ending in mind, though? I, or do you think he's question. kind of, like, lost, where he's just fucking throwing shit at I just quite like the end of the fourth season as an ending to the story. Like, I feel like if they'd have tweaked it just a little bit, it could have been a great ending to the kinda story. It kind of feels like it should have just been... A, Maybe you should finish it. It kind of feels like it should have... I will, <laughs> eventually. It does kind of feel like it should have just been, like, a single season of television. Oh, yeah, absolutely. This is one of those shows, like Stranger Things, like The Matrix. If it had finished after one, I would have been happy. Like, yes, I would have always wondered. Stranger Things, what like, they've done more They've of? explored more things. Completely sure. agree. And I, I, all, all I'm saying is that if, if it had finished after one, I wouldn't have been upset. Like, yeah. that's a nigh on perfect season of television. I, and I think there was a way to expand it. I'm just not sure that I agree with the way they took. Uh, Strange, uh, Westworld? Westworld, yeah. Okay. No, I, like, what if you just did different, like, you visited... Different worlds? Yeah. East world? They did and, East and was, world. But it was, like, not tied to the original story. It was just, like, a brand new Ah, oh, like a story. different thing. But I guess it's, Ooh. like, a lot of the reveals you've already had, so how do you create a new mystery? Like, I don't know. It's True. Yeah. And how do you how do you create more compelling characters? Because the whole point is it's around this dude who's been going to the park yeah, for, like, yeah, six years. Yeah, to be years. frank, I think it's a single season of television. It is. It's yeah. an amazing single... I mean, just scrub so, the rest I, from I the brain. I kind of rewatch that. Scrub it. But this is coming off the backdrop of Sandman getting a season two. So I did it. 
You what I did could it. not do for Westworld. Well, if you, but this I is did for but, the Dreamland. But if, but if you remember, <laughs> but if you remember, that was not going to get a second season, and you watched it. I did. You did. And this. I did it for dreams. Finish. Finish and Westworld. For dreams we shall dream <laughs> and watch season two of this. And I did not watch. You know, I got a confession to make though. I didn't you watch didn't the bonus it. episode. Oh, don't. It's crap. Good to know. It's not worth watching. It's about cats. It's terrible. You watched it. I did. You're watch allergic. It. I didn't. What the fuck did you I didn't realize. Did you sneeze while watching the screen? I didn't realize. I was watching it and what I was you like. I didn't realize there was a fucking cat in the thumbnail. I was like, this doesn't really carry the story on at all. <laughs> the story seems to have finished. So you're like the opposite of me it's and like, Andor. <laughs> you're like, where, where, I just where, thought it was where a, did we go here? I thought it was extra. I didn't know it was a weird random extra episode. I was just carrying on. Can yeah. you imagine having so much money in the budget being like, fuck it, we'll make a bonus episode about cats? It would be great. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Westworld should have done that too. Nah, I just have... think that. Well, Westworld has enough weird shit where you could create a little story. Yeah, the budget's huge in Westworld yeah. as well. Um. Anyway, you got any news? I do. Uh, Indiana Jones Five. Did you see the first looks? I haven't seen the first looks, Ooh. but I saw some commentary on it. it Were looks they good? Phenomenal. Well, I mean, it's Harrison Ford wearing the old outfit. Of course, I'm going to be excited. Okay. 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 Yeah, I got a, I got a little excited just looking at it. You got a little half chub. I've I've, yeah. ri- I've written down here that it finds Indy in nineteen hundred nine hundred sixty nine. That's not the year. It's supposed to be nineteen sixty nine. Yeah, I know. I just I put one extra nine in there. Uh, uh, and, and but it's against this one's going to be against the backdrop of of the space race. So the Americans versus the Soviets. But interestingly, we got our first look at Mads Mikkelsen, who is playing a character called Vola. He looks great. He's classic Nazi. You know, like the way you, they used to be in those films. Who's partly inspired by a real Nazi turned NASA engineer called Werner von Braun. Mm. And I just imagine Indy kicking the shit out of this guy. Yeah, that like, will happen. It's bound to. But he, he, well, it was all practical effects, apparently. Really? Which is exciting. That is exciting. Yeah, and that's why Harrison Ford like injured himself. Yeah, of course. He did every, every movie. <laughs> he's probably just high and injures himself. I also just like, don't think he's that athletic. No, like, I think because he's, he's high all yeah, the I just time. Think he's just like, obviously, we've seen enough to know yeah. or heard enough of injuries. But he, you know, I have a good feeling about this because, like, to make another one after the shit that was the Silver Skull or whatever, yeah, like it must have been Temple a good script. The Golden Skull, whatever that was. What was yeah. it called? Uh, something, something was false. Something was Shia. Uh, oh God, that guy. A, he's basically like, you know, he said it's you know full of adventure, full of laughs, full of real emotion. He said he wasn't going to come back unless they really come. Like he's like he said Convinced no multiple him. times, kind of like the Tom Cruise scenario with yeah, uh, yeah. Top Gun. So I'm I'm stoked. I'll watch Except it. he's already done four others. Except three he others. made the mistake. Right. I guess the point was he's like you need you know sell me on it. He had right? to make the mistake to understand how to get it right. That's so interesting. Yeah. Well, did you hear this week that we are also going to be getting a Gears of War setting coming to our screens? We are going to be apparently getting a live-action movie, and an animated series all going to Netflix. Of course. That's, I was going to say, it has to be Netflix. They're the sounds only ones great. that do that with video games. Yeah, it sounds great. Yeah, I'm trying to remember oh, if I, I really you, cared about the Gears of War Speaking story. of animated stuff, I'll tell you the thing I forgot I told you. I watched the end of that cyberpunk show. Uh, you know that uh, yeah, anime yeah, I've one. only watched one episode. Oh, it's too much. It's just intense. It was a lot. It's intense, huh? It was so anime. Lots like, of, I like lots anime. Lots of, like, tits and... Like like weird yeah. weird sex stuff. Like why does anime always have weird sex? Sorry, that's probably a, a, I shouldn't say that generically. But every anime I've seen, and so maybe it's me. Maybe I'm maybe the it's problem. you. I mean, like maybe we've, I am we've the had problem. this conversation before. <laughs> you do like weird anime stuff. No, every anime I watch has like weird. Fucking I feel sex like you shit. search it out. I feel you. Yeah, like, like mm. what anime has the, the tentacle <laughs> porn? 
and that's top of my list. And then girls like Dre, what's going on? Which, with our watch which list on anime show is going to freak my girlfriend out yeah. the most when she walks into the room? <laughs> <laughs> luckily, luckily, my partner just wasn't about for any of it, so I just managed to somehow get it. But then I did skip. Why like, would she have questioned you? I skipped like episode eight and nine. I was like, I don't, I don't care about this. Number. And the story wasn't so you didn't go in that far. I did. I watched the last episode. I was like, yeah, okay, I get it. He dies. Great. You skip spoilers. Yeah, thanks, bro. You're never gonna watch it. I, want, I literally said I am on episode one. You never watched Invincible. You're never gonna watch. This. I will watch Invincible again on the list. And now I have Amazon Two Prime. Two years. Two years. I've been. Things waiting. take time, Thomas. <laughs> Sitting over there complaining about Hobbits when Lord of the Rings has been out for freaking. You haven't finished four months. it. Yes, but don't, that's because I'm waiting on this. her. Don't anyway. give me this. All right. So, what do you think about this Gears of War on-screen I adaptation? I, I remember it was like an okay story. I remember, well, it, it it was apparently, to the best of my knowledge, it had a more, you know, surprisingly deep story than you would have expected from what looked like meathead characters with chainsaws. Well, that's partly because of the way they fucking, the, the art design. Yeah, that, exa- exactly. But apparently, yeah, like there's there's a, a storyline which includes one of the guy's wives who's been taken by... Yeah, the, the first one was interesting. Yeah. That's all I ever played. I imagine played. that's going to be... It's a fun game to play the bulk as well. of this. It was interesting. I'm I'm excited for that. Ahead of its time, combat system for sure. Yeah, it, was, it basically invented the pop shooter. Right? Yeah, third third person. Yeah, third person. Over the shoulder pop Over shooter. Shoulder. I I know what I'm talking about. I can speak. It, video you games. know what it is? It's pretty similar. It's like the first version of The Last of Us. Oh, okay. Like the combat system. There's like physical elements, but you're but it was not like way before that. Yeah, but you're not like super. You know, in The Last of Us, like the melee, like you can get by, but eventually, you you know, you get overwhelmed. So it was like a similar thing with the chainsaw. Like you could you could get close huh. and personal, but not too often. Any final bit of news? Um, I think that's real. Oh, yeah, I, I did see, you know, Enola Holmes is out. I'm pretty excited to watch it. It's a good little family. Don't care, but cool. I like, you know, I like a little family you, fun. You like what you and like. It, and it's got good ratings as well, so I'm not alone. Right? I think she's great. I like Henry Cavill. I that's just, that's what I'm saying. It's, don't care. And it's a wholesome story. I just need, I just, there's just too many good things out, and there's just not enough time for Enola Holmes. I mean, that's fair, but, like, you got to compromise sometimes with your partner, and I think that that's would be fair one too. that you might compromise on. Cause that's fair, too. You know, it's either that or some rom-com with Ashton Kutcher. I think there's talk of a trilogy. Another oh. one, anyway. Um... And did you hear this controversy, like, that the, the, the Holmes estate tried to sue them? No. Even though it's public domain? Like I say, isn't it out of... Yeah. yeah it's out of copyright but now. Because, like, some of the stories aren't. Ooh. And in those stories, like, Sherlock Holmes has turned, like, a new leaf and is kind of, like, nicer. Because um, in the other ones, he's, like, the is, ones that are public domain, he's kind of a dick. He's, like, very emotionless. Yes, he is. They're saying because Henry Cavill... Is nice. Is nice. They violated the rights. I was like, this is the biggest That's laughing stuff. Like, what a joke. The, the fact that that can even be brought up in court shows there's something wrong with the American court. That's nonsense. Anyway, uh, it got thrown clearly, out. Clearly, they're running out of cash is, what, is the problem. 100%. They need, yeah. they need some injections. Grab. <laughs> anyway, that's hey, all look, I had. If you guys have heard anything we haven't talked about, hit us up. We love it when you do. Uh, hit us up at podcastassemble on Instagram or the podcastassemble at gmail.com. Tag us. Send us directly. We love it when you do. Our content has slowed down a little bit on there since friend of the show Lockie has left. But... We are still keeping that going. DL, yes. do you want to preface the main topic for this week? Yeah, it's the main topic, which, you know. Yeah, it's a topic week. Yeah, It's a topic week. It's not a content, like, watching content week. It's a topic for week. For once, it's fun. Yeah. I like um, it when we do topic weeks. It's fun. It's different. It's nice. Uh, it's fresh. You know, it was a really great idea by me. The first idea you've had? Yeah, for this topic. Ever. So I... <laughs> 
little look behind the curtain. I texted Toby. We have a shared note, right? And I like saw this on there. I was like, oh, that's a good idea. We should just do that because it's easy. I was like, Tommy, maybe it was my idea. I was like, Tommy, great idea with this topic, man. And he's like, LOL, that was your idea. I was like, was it? No, you've said it. I'm actually pretty sure it was my idea. But I, all right, I, think, you, you. I think it was. You told me it was mine. I, I'll take it. Uh, anyway, the idea was, now that I've built it properly up, fan theories. Yeah. For shows, video games, whatever, storylines, movies, fan theories that were better than what eventuated in the actual ending or content. So we each came up with three or four with some honorable mentions. I had, you know, quite a few of these because I am a, you know, I Huge fancy nerd. myself a fan fiction writer, apparently. Huge nerd. And look, we need, we, we need like some sort of uh, rating system for this, right? And it's got to be as stupid as humanly possible. And you couldn't yeah. think of anything quickly. Well, enough, I, I, think, so. I think that we could do something like... You know, fan fiction on a scale of low, full, I'm going to Comic-Con to interview these guys about theories sure. on the scale of high. All right. Is that better than yours? No. So okay, what we're get do rid is, of mine. <laughs> what we're going to do is we're going to talk about the fan theory. We're going to explain it to each other. Tell us what that is. Uh, obviously, obviously you've got to talk about what it's from. And then we're going to say, like, what do we think it adds? Do we think it adds to the world? Do we think that it's a good fan theory overall? Do we like it? And then we give it our new famous rating system. As it's fan theories, it's either fantastic or I couldn't think of a second one. So it's fan-nope. Fan-nope. <laughs> fan-nope. Fan-nope. That's the best I could come up with on short notice. All right. Do you want to go first? Yeah, I got a good one. Go, hit me. Um, so you haven't actually seen the Star Wars, the recent Star Wars trilogy with uh, Kylo. Yeah, of course I have. Did you see it? Okay, yeah, so good. This is, gonna, this is great. Then you'll actually be able to contribute. How do you not know I've seen this? I thought you said you didn't give a fuck and didn't want to watch it. I saw. I saw. I had I saw like two back in, into my memory. I saw two back in the UK with the family because they like to do like a family Christmas outing to the cinema. And the third one I saw, I believe, when I was traveling. This will make this conversation much better. Please hit me up. Um, Tell me the fun theory. So if you remember from the Force Awakens. Uh, spoilers for this movie that came out Oh, but out in spoilers for all of these movies and yeah. TV shows we're talking about. Um, these are fan theories. Of yeah. course they're going to be spoilers. Yeah, 100%. So if you recall in that movie, we get, you know, uh, uh, Kylo Ren that is estranged from his family. Mm. We we don't really know why at that point, other than like, oh, we lost him back in the day <laughs> to the dark side, right? We is get it, like, his family pirates? Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Yeah, Arr. space pirates. <laughs> they, so we we get this like backstory like that, and it doesn't really make sense, you know. And then we get like some some asides with him like looking at you know Vader's mask and being like, "I will be you," like you know that that kind of like I will no, I will no, live no. up to your legacy. No, he's like, "I will be you." <laughs> I will live up to your legacy, kind. And you're kind of like, okay, like why? Like I don't know. I'll speak for myself. Like Please. I'm like, why is this guy? So in why is he so obsessed? Dark side, <laughs> like With there's this no weird real motivation mask. here. Like I yep. don't understand this. And then to the point where at the end of the movie, spoilers, we actually get, uh, we see Kylo Ren kill his dad Oof. to really fully. Wait, he kills his dad? Kills Han Solo? What? 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 And you're like, just uh, under the guise of I need to do this to really become the dark side. And it's like this just seems like a really, really extreme action. To do against your pops with like... Because no, his mom's still alive as well. Yeah. It, feel, I feel like, it feels like a really extreme thing to do, right? Like, in general, just because you had a rough relationship with your dad. Yeah, yeah. Like, give me a little more. Like, they didn't... There was nothing in there that Han... Like, We've Han all had tough times Yeah, you didn't dads. touch him as a kid. Like, I don't oh understand what's happening here. His dad's not Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> yeah, like, what? So, so, a lot of people left that movie being like, well, this doesn't fully add up. Mm-hmm. And there was a theory that uh, 
I'm you know, excited I bandied about with, and me and my cousins talked about, and is mm. very prevalent online at the time on Reddit. If you, you talk to other forums. people about geeky things, I what did. this was back in before the podcast. What is happening? I needed an outlet. Okay, all right. Uh, that Hit Kylo me. Ren is actually a double agent in Ooh. this theory. This theory says Ren goes to the dark side because he is a double agent trying to use the power of the dark side to overcome impossible odds that he knows about, an impossible Ooh. threat. Um, think about it, almost like the Severus Snape. I'm, thinking, know, I'm thinking more like the John, the John Snow in the uh, the first series of Game of Thrones where he's got to kill the half-hand to yeah, prove himself to the wild. The, the double agent. And yeah, so, exactly. And so why I like it, because, well, A... It gives him a bit more motivation, right? He's not like going to the dark side because he's emo and it's cool to smoke cigarettes and shit. Like, you know what I mean? It's, there's a little <laughs> bit wet guy like yeah, There's a little bit more to it, right? Have a floppy fringe. Uh, yeah, um, you can do that in your own time. I used to do it. You've seen pictures of me when yeah, I was younger. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> you know, like he's not just playing the death march on his vinyl set because he's a hipster. <laughs> like it's like the emperor. Sorry, the empire march. What is that? What is the yeah, theme? Yeah, yeah, you know, da, da, yeah, the march. Da, yeah, yeah. Sounds way better on vinyl. That's uh, the way he uh, thinks. Well, that's yeah. that's what I'm told. Uh, Full of sound. I think that you know it, it gives him a bit more motivation. And you think about it, like how does this happen? It actually contextualizes the rest of the trilogy in a way that we don't really get. That right. that trilogy falters and falls down because it's kind of like it just feels like three different movies that you know. Well, no, they are. Well, that had no. They are three, joint, literally three different movies, but like joint storytelling. There's no one in the control tower. As yes, I like to say. you like to say that. Um, and I think that it makes it. A lot better when you think about, hey, it gives you basically more context to both Ray and her purpose in the story and Luke. Because if you think about it, hey, let's imagine a scenario where Kylo Ren, as he's being taught by Luke, because he does go study with him. Yeah. Um, Luke teaches him that actually part of the way he overcame Vader in the end was using the dark side, which is true. If you go back and watch the original, he he leans in on the hate mm. when he when he hears, oh, like. You, I'm gonna go. If I don't get you, I'm gonna go after your sister. You've, your sister. thoughts have betrayed you. Remember that line? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he feels hate. You see it in his fate, and then the emperor says, "Use the hate," and that's actually how he kills Vader. That's how he says it. Does he, sound, does he sound like no? Does he sound do like he's a Mexican street vendor? He's like, "Use the hate. Use the hate, mate." <laughs> no, do Sorry. it. Go on. Do it. Um, Join me. Yeah. So, see, my my point would We're be good at impressions. Aren't this we? this contextualizes that, and it's like. Kylo Ren hears that and is enamored by it and is like, so we do, like, that's like, it's almost like a little drug for him. He's yeah. like, we may need to tap into the dark side in order to overcome it. And him, Interesting. And in a mission, him and his disciples that eventually become the Knights of Ren, which we basically in so the not movie know nothing about, yeah. this becomes, oh, they discover some big, big thing that the, the dark side, the emperor, the rebellion, whatever the, the red, whatever the bad guys yeah, are in yeah. that new trilogy. How they? I forget what they're Keep called. Keep going, it doesn't matter. Yeah, discover, well, they discover that Basically, that Palpatine or, or Snow or whoever's the villain at that point is like force sapping all the old Jedi that they Ooh. killed with Order Forty One, like you see in the last trilogy. You, but you see it in the in the uh, Obi Wan series, 100%. they've got all those. Je- yeah. yeah. So my point is, you use that and you say this: the only way for us to overcome this is we need to figure out where this is happening. We need to get close to the dark side. We need to use the dark mm. side in order to overcome this. Even Luke told us that's how he defeated Vader. This mm. is way more powerful, and there becomes a split in Luke's disciples that caused the Kylo Knights of Ren to be created. I like that. Causes him to actually have to double down and eventually even kill his dad. Maybe you can even hint that his dad knew about it. I don't know how you do that part of the story. It gives Kyle, it gives Ray a reason to hate Kylo, but also a mystery to discover with Luke, which then gives her motivation to pull him back out because 
in the future of this trilogy without this, you're like, why does she want to make him better? Save it, make just out with this guy. Him, yeah. Like, he's a why are you kissing this wet sock Like, So I just think in multiple levels, it contextualizes the story, gives it more gray, gives adds more value to all the different characters, right? And, and that and is one of my problems with those films. There's not yeah. enough gray. And, there, and there's no like motivation for why he's like, don't get me wrong. Adam Driver puts on a great performance. He's amazing. I'm like, I just don't know where you got this motivation from because your character is a little whiner. He is a whiner. He's just a, there's no reason to be the dark side. He has no like. He's just like he's like kind of like a teenage angst hot topic. Oh man, he really knower. is. Where are you? Yeah, you listen to way too much self titled. Too much Blink, Blink 182. Yeah. Exactly. Look, I like that fan theory. Where does this? So tell me, where does this fit? Within our fantastic rating system, which is fantastic or mm. fan... No, I, being as I brought this one to the table, I'm going to say it's a fantastic. I agree. You really sold that as well. There's a compassion in there. Because you I know really it's behind it. It could be. It could have been, could've it could've been, been good. It could have been better. It could have been better. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think we agree then. That's fantastic. Yeah. All right. So my first one is uh, actually, and I'm going to plug my latest YouTube video as well. So check out our YouTube channel, Podcast Assemble. My latest YouTube video is on Harry Potter and why I hate the Harry Potter movies. Mm. Spoiler, I don't actually hate them. But that's for another time. My first fan theory, DL, you may have heard this one. I feel like we may have spoken about this before, but why are the Dursleys so cruel to Harry Potter? So now, <laughs> hear me out. Yeah, yeah. Any Harry Potter fan, any single one, will remember how we started out as the boy under the stairs who had to wear all of Dudley's old clothes. He had to be bullied by Dudley constantly. He spent 11 years living with this family who he hated and had to go back there every summer. But, you know, why were they so mean to him? So it doesn't seem like there's any real good explanation for this outside of Petunia was a bit bitter that her sister got to be a a witch, right? But according to this one fan theory, the reason why Harry's aunt and uncle and cousin so awful to him is because that you know i mean spoiler alert uh he you find out at the end of the books he is one of voldemort's horcruxes and he is yeah, yeah he, is. he, he has no 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 no, 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 no. Yeah. the theory's coming up okay. well the theory is that because he's a horcrux and we see this backed up throughout the films as well so if you remember in the in the i think it's the seventh film when they have to wear the the, the locket around their neck they all yeah, get yeah. really mad and mean at each other that and they, actually makes they all get sense. they all get dark rings under their eyes to show that they're angry and yeah. emo and the fan theory is that Actually, these are, they're just normal, nice people. But because they've been around a part of Voldemort's soul for so long, yeah. the Horcrux, that it's turned them mean against him. It's turned them absolutely, like, disgusted against him. I really like that. I accept that as canon. <laughs> no, nah, but the only problem with that is, like, how does he make any friends? If well, everyone's just like, dude, you smell like fart, bro. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like... <laughs> I can't be hanging out with you. I feel like shit all like a constant well, come down. You say that, but yeah. interestingly, if you read the books, and like this isn't this so prevalent. Literally only got two. Yeah, this isn't so prevalent in the films. <laughs> only he only really has two friends, really. And also and they fall out with him every five chapters. Yeah, and they're also like kinda like sus. Like yeah. no one else really wants they're to They're the out two who are like they kinda need him. <laughs> yeah, he's like yeah, oh, he's like the, the chosen one. It's a fair call. I really like this theory. I accept it as canon. It, it was, unfortunately, debunked by J.K. Rowling, who, though she did like it, said it, you know, didn't really fit those characters. She just thought they were spiteful characters. But um, 
Yeah, what do you think? Is this a well, fantastic or a fan nope theory? That is a fantastic theory. Oh, okay. And they could have been they could have been spiteful, and it just ex- accentuates it to make them precisely absurdly spiteful. It accentuates their their, their worst which, features, which so, is what they they are absurdly spiteful. Exactly. Maybe yeah. they're just a spiteful group. Man. I like that theory. I'm going to call it just because J.K. Rowling debunked it. I'm going to say it's a fan nope, even though I do like the theory. Well, so you're saying it's fan nope. Is fan nope whether it's real or not, or is fan- no, no? It's like whether we like it as a theory, yeah, whether we think it so adds just, to yeah, the yeah, canon. But like, so being a dick, you're just aligning to J.K. Rowling, who, who basically changes her yeah, canon every other week. She's not a good. Next person. Next week, she's going to change it to this being real. She's not a good person either. Let's not talk about J.K. Rowling. Um, Tell me your second fan theory. To you. Yeah, my second one. What is my second? Oh, my second one's scroll. great. I can't wait. Scroll, scroll, scroll. It's Game of Thrones. It's Game of Thrones, Thomas. It's Game of Thrones, as you knew it. Of course it's Game of Thrones. Um, the Valonqar prophecy. We're back, baby. Or do you remember this from the Game of Thrones? Vaguely. There's, Can you like, refresh my memory? It's the only flashback in Game of Thrones. Is it? One of the only ones. I was going to say, I'm sure there's multiple. Well, there's all, if you don't count Bran's visions, it's the only like flashback from a character. But I do count back. Bran's visions. But those are visions. I take everything literally. Okay, well. Siri. <laughs> Siri. 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 Cersei, fan theory time. Cersei has a vision, or sorry, not a vision, a flashback in season four, I think, of when she's a kid. Yes, and she goes and sees this witch, and the witch who's like, on their property. Yeah, who's on their property, and the witch tells her all sorts of scary shit, like all her kids are going <laughs> to die, and they will be gold. You will be queen, golden shrouds. Yeah, you, you, you will not be queen, but you will be queen or something. You'll have a king, and it won't. She's like, oh, you won't marry Rhaegar, but you marry the king. And she's like, what does that mean? It actually means Robert and. All their kids will have golden shrouds, and they'll have golden hair, and they'll all die. Yep. And then another part of that is, and you will be killed by the the Valonqar. Yes. And the Valonqar is a, uh, I think it's Valyrian translation for the younger brother. Correct. And so many fans there at Cersei determines this to mean that Tyrion will kill her. Yeah. Obviously, she hates Tyrion. She's paranoid about Tyrion. She can't handle Tyrion. She, he has just killed her dad at that point, shortly thereafter, or their dad. And many fans mm. interpreted this to mean, actually, there's a, a small, Jamie. subtle note. While they were twins, uh, brother and sister, yeah. Jamie came out holding her ankle, meaning he is also a younger brother. Came out second. Came out second. 12 seconds difference. Yes. And that many fans realize <laughs> that it's misnomer. It's not actually going to be Tyrion. Not actually a crazy theory to, to postulate. Uh, that it will actually be Jamie, which is kind of crazy because they've, they're bound lovers, all the yada, 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 Starcross yep. lovers. Now, the show, she died with him, but he did not kill her. Yes. This did not eventuate the way that a many brick fans killed her. Yes. A, 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 a few bricks. The, <laughs> the, strong, the strongest thing in Westeros, <laughs> a brick. Yes, yes. Uh, but the, the many fans postulated that it would be Jamie, and it was not in the show. Now, I miss that you know I qualify this to say this may still happen in the books, and yes. many people do think it will. Um, but it didn't come to pass. Now, I was I was actually I actually was reading up on this one beforehand, and then yeah. I realized you'd probably do something thrown to, so I stepped aside. You know, I've got to let the historian go yeah, for his yes, yes, his yes. knowledge of bricks. But on this day, Westeros. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> I also read that there's there's also a different translation of the younger brother thing, which could be gold hand as well. Yes. So yeah, there is. That is true. I mean, he's literally got a gold hand. Yeah, it seems pretty spot on. Seems a bit. <laughs> yeah, I feel like you've you've literally. Well, nailed. I don't know if it's gold hand or like or it's like the Valonqar will choke you, and it's like a lot Maybe of people like that. A lot of people are like, well, J- Jamie's got this gold hand. Seems very chokeable. I don't know. Maybe she'd like that. She's a kinky one. <laughs> 
But I like that took fan the, theory. She took the incest Pornhub thumbnail she way too seriously. <laughs> We're back to you and incest. Come on, man. This is your, you need to quit this character of <laughs> loving incest. You it's just not fun it. anymore. I don't know. about it, yeah. All right, so that's my second one. Do you, and, do you uh, think it adds to the overall yeah, I was gonna say, world what, building? What do I like about it? What do I, of course it does, man. It's like this guy who didn't live for anything other than his sister and is this egomaniac has this shocking thing happen to him that like, you know, completely changes his worldview. And when he comes out of that, he can't, he, you know, as a part of that, he falls in love knowingly or not with Brienne mm. of Tarth, mm. who is like the complete the opposite yeah, of, of Cersei, right? In every way. And uh, I just think it, it, of course, adds to the character that at the, in the end, if like tragically, you know, he comes to the realization that like he, he needs to kill the queen the same way he killed yeah. the king for yeah. the betterment of the realm. When and now he's not only a king slayer, he's a kin slayer. It queen just fit, slayer. If, kin, sorry. Same, same. Uh, same, same. Yeah, kin and queen. It, it become it becomes this thing that like. It doubles down on his re- reputation of like his his public mantra will be terrible, but really he did the right thing, right? Right, and it's yes. like it's it's a full circle arc for him, I think. And that's I mean that is his his like arc throughout the whole yeah. like series, and you know the shows tragically threw that all away. It's a nice little very easily. Yeah, it's like such a great little thing to tie in about. Yeah, it's I like, like it. Can I be honest about one little rant? The Game of Thrones show literally, it's like they were offered up so many ways to finish storylines beautifully. Absolutely. And it's almost as if they pulled a George Costanza and did the opposite. <laughs> well, they, they every had, done single it. one. They'd done it. They had done all of those storylines. They were all at they, a point. They, they, that was... they had done all the hard yeah. work. Yeah, all of it. <laughs> like, every anyway. single bit. I'm not. I'm, I'm with you. It's a shock. It's like a shocking. It'll be historically go down as one of the biggest fuck ups ever. Big time. Well, look. Let's finish this up then. Is this a fantastic or a fan nope? Fan nope because it can still happen. Ah, in the books, it can I'm gonna say it's a fan out because it's still possible for. I think it's a fan nope as well. I just don't I, like. I like it. I just don't think it necessarily adds a huge amount to the overall story. I think it adds a lot. I just think I'm fan noping it because I think it might not. I think it might be canon still. All right. So I think we can fan nope that. All right. All right. I'm gonna move on around here a little bit. I think I like the idea of jumping into a little bit of a TV show for my next one. So the next one I have my fan theory number two. Is from the TV show, and we talked about this a couple of times on the show, How I Met Your Mother. Yes. Right. Now, fan theory for you, and it's more of a question than anything. I'm going to posit to you a question, DL, as you, as you mentioned before. Yes. That Barney in How I Met Your Mother isn't really a jerk. Now, hear me out. Hear me out. So, as a huge How I Met Your Mother fan, you know, like, I loved seasons one through four. Like, it did get a bit, bit dodgy after that. Kind of went downhill. But it sort of culminated in this finale that everybody hated, where it turned out that the mother was kind of dead all along and and ted was actually just trying to ted was actually trying to you know effectively ask his kids permission to go and be with robin mm-hmm. the secondary female character mm-hmm. i think there were only two females in that show <laughs> and he basically paints this picture of barney as like a womanizer and like an asshole and like doing all this stuff to like women and being a horrible person however tumblr user and i love this gingersaurus great name um actually posited that Perhaps he wasn't such a prolific womanizer. Perhaps it was actually Ted who was skewing the story. Because Barney boned Robin. Bec- Barney married Robin in the show. Does he? He's, he's, but perhaps he's skewing the story to get his kids' approval to go after Aunt Robin. Considering it's one of his best friend's ex-wives, 
and a woman that just screwed him around his entire life because she just didn't want to be with him. And I really like this theory. Like, it changes the whole perspective of it. Like, it's obviously Ted's story. He's the one sat behind the desk telling the kids. He's the one giving it all. And there are there are times within the show when he bends the narrative to make it, you know, more plausible the things that he does. He does and make yeah. himself seem like a better guy. And he changes things. He leaves things out. So I can see this being, you know, an actually good twist on the show and giving it more depth. I like it. I didn't know that Robin and Barney get married. I mean, that's completely like nine seasons in that. Completely like unbelievable many. that they should have gotten married, though. But he, the, the Barney's sort of like trajectory across the show, his story arc is that he does change. So, like, <clears> by like season six or seven, he's had some, he's had a couple of serious girlfriends. Like, he's actually okay. becoming more of like a, a normal dude. Okay. He obviously falls for Robin and then they get married, but the, the wedding, the marriage only lasts a couple of years or something. Mm. But, like, I, I like that this narrative has such huge implications for the whole show. Like, you watch the whole thing thinking, would that dude actually do that? Or is he just trying to make him like an asshole so it he can win his kids' approval? Well, it adds it really much value. It yeah. adds another layer to it. Yeah. Now, do you think, DL, this is a fantastic or a fan, nope, fan theory? Do you think it adds a lot to it? Do you think it makes it better? Or do you think it doesn't add anything more? I think that it's a fan, nope, only because, like, this is a warm-hearted comedy series. Yeah. Like, it doesn't need to... <laughs> be this like i don't want to have this ruthless investigation of everything that happened i want to just feel good absolutely fair yeah i'm i'm actually with you on that this is i'm gonna give this a fan nope as well yeah all right what's your third one we're gonna do four right four uh, we can do four but mine's another uh I, i'm dipping back into the star wars well oh before. star wars well more uh, star but, wars but my third is uh a video game oh please also made Love a show a video but we're talking about the video game sure you guys would know that i played halo as a kid if you listen to the podcast it's a very very influential game i think for the fps genre it is part of why it's so heralded and why so many people fell in love with it was because the original story for the original trilogy was really really good okay um it's a big mystery it's you know intergalactic space opera super soldiers spies alien religious zealots it's very good stuff now sounds it the (laughs) there was one thing that i thought they did wrong and i kind of refused to accept happened Okay, and I believe that this the the, the prevalent fan theory up until Halo Three ended the mm-hmm. trilogy mm-hmm. was there's this alien race called the Forerunners. Right? Okay. I don't know if you've played Halo. Those of you that haven't, basically the uh, the Covenant are battling. They basically dis- the bad guys. Yeah, the bad guys. They discover the human race, which is now very very much space traveling. But the Covenant have much better technology than them. They're whooping their ass. The only reason the uh, the humans are even able to survive in particular their ships are better is because they have these crazy super soldiers spartans that they invent that they genetically engineered and are really good master chief that's what master chief is correct um so they're losing the war yada 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 and part of the reason why the uh the covenant's technology is so much better is that there was this other race from millennia ago called the forerunners and there's all these like ancient like civilizations and Hmm. artifacts that are scattered across the universe kind of hinting at you know, what they were and and their technology was eons better and the Covenant have been kind of repurposing this technology and that's oh. why they're better, right? Because in the show, they make the they make the Covenant look like they're kind of feralish. I mean, there are parts of the Covenant that, covenant that are. Right. They've been repurposed to be religious zealots saying the forerunners are gods and we need... So these this ancient race, they herald as gods, but oh. it's really these other guys behind the scenes kind of Fun inspiring. Politics. Yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, the point being, they've, they've got better tech, they've got all this stuff from the Forerunners, um, 
Forerunners also built the Halo arrays and huh. the whole point of those. And I'll, I'll, I swear I'll get to the point is for some reason, as you're going through the story, the Master Chief's able to interact with the technology uh-huh. in ways that the Covenant can't. Interesting. And they're very frustrated by this, obviously. They think it's like, uh, it's like treason and that, that he's doing all this stuff that they're trying to do. And many fans speculated, why, why can he do this? Yeah. And so many fans speculated that actually the Forerunners are humanity from a millennia ago. And some kind of Ooh. calamity devolved them or made them kind of, they lost scope of the technology and they've Ooh. since evolved back. I personally still think that this is a better theory than what eventuated, which is that the Forerunners are this like ancient, ancient race. Humanity is also an ancient, ancient race. And they got in this big battle and the Forerunners made them devolve. And then replanted them and evolve and basically decided eventually that they would be the Aryan race to inherit their technology, which is like way lamer than just like doesn't we, even make sense. A hundred percent. There's more to it that makes it make yeah, a bit yeah. more sense, including the flood. But I don't want to fully it's too many things. Too many things to teach you. But in essence, humans equal foreigners was a theory that many people stood by and was actually debunked when the third game came out. That's such a shame. That's it such is. an interesting... It was a much better, I think, way. such an interesting wrinkle. And, and it's ironic, because, right, the, the, the Covenant then are hating this race that's actually the ones that they worship in, yeah. in, in reality. That would be an amazing Very twist ironic, to that. Yeah. An even bigger twist to an even better game. Yeah. Such Could a shame. Been. Such a shame. Well, tell me then, do you think this is fantastic, or do you think it's a fan note? I think it's fantastic. You think it adds right. a lot to the story? I think it does. I think it would add a lot to the yeah. story. I, like, a lot of more. Like I'm no Halo genius, but I think that sounds like it adds a lot to the. <laughs> I think it's better. It's way better. It's interesting because I've I've only watched a couple of episodes of the show. I'm not going to lie, I fell off that. It was very I average. Didn't wa- I I watched one and a half. Not good. I'm not going to lie to you, but <laughs> interestingly, they not good. They did. Uh, they did start very early on with Master Chief being able to you know, interact with some technologies that yep. he didn't understand. And yep. I, this must be foreshadowing for this whole plot line. A hundred percent. Interesting. All right. I'm going to do my next fan theory, if you yes, don't mind. I would love to hear it. My next fan theory is from, actually, a Podcast Assemble favorite and one of your favorite movies. And I'm surprised you didn't go with this. Mm. Which is Inception. I did think about this one. So yeah, the theory There's is... There's too many theories that it start. <laughs> well, the theory is around Cobb's real totem, right? Okay, now, yes. let, me, let me just preface this a little bit for you. So, obviously, Inception, amazing movie. Yes. It inspired many, many fan theories, as you, know, you said it does, uh, just because of the intricate plot, effectively. Like, it's just so deep, it's so multi-layered, and... Well, do you want to, do you want to preface the, the movie? Because it is your favorite. Ah, well, in, in, in Inception, for those of you that haven't seen it, you're idiots. But fucking losers. Yeah, the, there's different layers of dreaming. And the way that you don't get lost in these dream layers when you take this drug is by having something, a totem, a basically an identifier. Think about it as like a unique identifier. You know the weight. You know the feel. You know the dynamics and aspects of this object mm. so that... You can feel it and know if, if it feels this way, then I'm then I'm awake. Then I'm awake. If it feels different, I'm the only one that knows how it feels, so no one else could replicate it. If it feels different, then I'm probably dreaming. It, it grounds you in reality. So the totally. point of the dream is you can dive into other people's dreams, and this yeah. is how you find your way out. Yes. Now, among the rabid, rabid fan theories online, there is one really key one which revolves oi, oi, around Cobb's spinning top, which is supposedly he uses as a totem. Now, you must know this. You've probably heard this a thousand times. But is that Cobb's totem? That's the real question. So instead of the top, it's posited that 
not only did that what well, not only was that not his originally it actually originally belonged to his late wife it's posited that cobb's real totem is actually his wedding ring now cobb is seen wearing the ring in every sequence in which he's in a dream but not when he's awake now the interesting interesting fat point about this fan theory that makes it even more juicy juicy dl Mm. is that at the very end of the movie, that final scene when you see Cobb finally meet, uh, meet up with its, <laughs> its, yeah, its, its Michael Caine and yeah, his kids, yeah. uh, he is actually wearing the wedding ring in that scene. Now, Meaning he's not dreaming? Meaning that the fan theory is that he ends the movie in the dream. Mm. So he is still in the dream at the end of the movie. Now, this obviously it leads to further layers, further questions. But my favorite question about this is, is does it matter if he's in a dream? If he's happy? If he's in a place where he's content, why he wants to so be? Good. Does it matter at all? Yeah. Now, I love this theory. It adds so much extra to this movie in subtle way, ways that you barely even notice. Yeah. And it, it's, it's... We're back to the Sandman voice, of course. Dreams. Dreams. It's beautiful what i would ask and pause it what does why what in particular do you think this adds to the rewatch specifically around the ending yeah a ton yeah yeah the whole point is they are trying to get out of the dream it's a big rush to get out and they don't want to get trapped there they don't want to end up you know in someone they else die, they're in they the could be in there for, exactly they the could be there for eternity do they wake up do they get out do they do they successfully finish the mission if they're not out of the dream, they haven't successfully finished the mission. Nobody knows. The, the whole point is that you don't know. You think you know, but you don't see the kids' faces in, in any of it. For Very how ambiguous the ending is, it's like, it's, it's like the perfect ending to a it's, movie. But one question I would have with that, with, without turning this into an Inception Theory podcast, no. is does it matter? That's the point. And B, like, also, does it matter if it's like if it's his totem or if that's just an indicator of whether he's dreaming or not? Because in his dreams, he's still with his wife. Maybe it could still be his totem. It could just be a, a, a reveal that he's dreaming. Because when he's dreaming, anytime he goes into dream sleep, he's got his wife in this layer of his dreams. Where and and that would associate he would have his ring on because he's still married in his mm. dreams. So I don't even think it matters if it's his totem. It's more just a good add-on to the story in general it's an awesome adam yeah. and it just makes it so much richer so, it's beautiful yeah. so do you think quickly then before we run out of time do you think this is a fantastic fan theory <laughs> that adds a lot what? or fan nope i can't handle your fantastic <laughs> it's fantastic it's getting more fantastic every time right 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 yes, yes. all right final one then very quickly what is your final fan theory oh which one do i want to do I think my final fan theory, because the rest are Game of Thrones books theories, which uh, I don't think, you uh, know, Tommy, Tommy got mad at uh, me for having all these book theories. You're ruining all the books for me. Um, but they're really good. Really good theories. So I'll go to my second Star Wars theory. Ooh. And it's not really a theory. I think a lot... It, it is a theory. It's more of a rewrite. But a lot of people posited uh, after Phantom of the Menace. Phantom of the Menace. <laughs> Phantom of the Menace. Of Menaces the Menace. of Phantoms. It's like a mix of Phantom of the Opera yeah, and Star Wars. Yeah, what is it? Phantom Menace. Phantom Menace uh, came out, and you know, it's just a dude who comes out from the chandelier wearing the red face yes. paint of uh, <laughs> Darth Maul. Uh, <laughs> the Phantom of the Menace has arrived. <laughs> Double lightsaber. <laughs> anyway, uh, oh my god, where was I before that happened? Phantom of the Menace. Yes, the uh, a lot of people posited, you know. That little Annie, little Anakin, Lanny, uh, obviously has a crush on Padme of in course. that movie. Oh, I like this one. And a lot of people like started to think, and and you know, 
kind of an age gap. Yeah. <laughs> Little age gap. <laughs> which, by the way, is... 10 years. Which is not acknowledged in the rest of the movie so, at all, which makes... So that's a part of why this theory makes it way like better, because that contextualizes that a bit. It's like, probably wouldn't have happened, right? Yeah. So the, the reality is Annie eventually does get married, engaged, become lovers with Padme. He hates sand, but he yeah, loves Padme. But, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and this theory posited before that was known that actually, you know... Obi-Wan was vibing with Padme a bit in in The Phantom Menace. And you could see, you know, they were more of an age. They were more, they had more in common. And that, you know, Obi-Wan, the the, the trilogy is actually, you know, more about Obi-Wan, the same way the next trilogy is more about Vader. Vader, Mm. And it's more about, like, the failing of Obi-Wan. And it's going to be about the failing and the tragedy of Obi-Wan because he falls in love with and has and breaks his Jedi vows with Padme, knowing that Anakin was in love with her. And that is the, the betrayal of his, of his Jedi master when he discovers it is part of what pushes him to the dark side. Wow. So he was, a so, lot of people so thought that's is, where it would go. The theory, the theory was that Obi-Wan yeah. was, that Obi-Wan would actually hit, fall in love with Padme. That. Yeah. Hitting that from behind. <laughs> God, what the big, what we devolved with into the big bushy hair. Anyway, uh, and and that that would actually and I, to me, I thought you were going to go a different way with that. Good motivation for Anakin. It's great motivation right? for to, to turn away. Better. Like he loses his mom, he loses his best friend, he loses the girl of his dreams. What do I have to, to live for? Friend. Yeah, I thought you were going a different way with that. Where do you think I was going? <clears throat> There's a fan theory that uh, Anakin was whether consciously or subconsciously using his force powers to kind of almost force Padme to fall in love with him. He was using his, like, abilities to, to twist her perceptions. But it is dark, because... like when she, as well, when, Yeah, but when she meets him in the first one, she's got no... She's like, you're a kid. And he is a kid. Well, you, and like, she's just like... It would be fucking actually really weird if she... It would be expressed weird. Expressed interest. It would be weird. And I find that really interesting. But, that, but I like your one, because there's, like, a flip of that, which is a, a third fan theory for this one that we're supposed to be talking yeah. about, which is at the very end of that trilogy, when... Vader is clinging to life yes. when Anakin's clinging to life and uh, Padme is giving birth to the kids and slips away. Yeah. That uh, old mate Palpatine uses her life force to keep him alive and mm. basically kills her. So he, so, you know, sacrifices her for his survival. Yeah. yeah. And it's a case of like, he, he would never, he can't know this. Yeah. He could never know this, but Palpatine's biggest betrayal is that he yeah. used that life force to I keep like him alive. I like both of those theories. I, the, the, the one I like thing, all three. The one thing you have to account for is, like, obviously Anakin eventually does have a kid with her. Yeah. <laughs> because Vader has to exist. Yeah. So it becomes like, a, do they just have Luke. an affair, like Obi-Wan and, yeah. and Padme? Because, and, and maybe, yeah, I don't know. But there, there's a lot you could work with there. No, I like I, I love it. I think it's great. I mean, like, there's all the theories that, what if Luke was actually Obi-Wan's kid type thing? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you, you never know. There's so that, many that, things that you could do with that. That opens it up. So I pause it to you, Tommy. Is this fantastic? <laughs> fantastic! <laughs> or is it fun? I actually really like this. Because I, I think because there is so much... The problem is with those movies that they aren't good, right? <laughs> like, I think anything's going to make them better at this point. You know what I mean? <laughs> But no, I think these are fantastic off their own back without the backdrop of this yeah, being yeah, a really yeah. crap movie. I think movie. it also like, you know, it center it like mirrors the the original trilogy well too because it's like it becomes like yeah, like I said, the tragedy of Darth Vader is the original trilogy, the tragedy of Obi-Wan's story and his failings are, are yeah. the new story. Are the That's great. story. 
and one begets the next. And then, you know, the third trilogy, if we had our theories, would be the failings of Luke to pass on his teaching. It becomes Should like a been. tragedy. tragedy, tragedy. Should have been. Yeah. All right. Final one from my side. That's a fantastic, by the way. Okay. Great fan theory. Don't know why I keep talking like this. Final fan theory from my side, then. All right. So, MCU, we had to do one. Oh, God. That's kind of the point, right? Peter Parker's a little kid in the mask. Do you know this fan theory? Yeah, yeah, I've heard it. I, I like this one, all right. So, essentially, Peter Parker in the MCU, he has this utter reverie for Tony Stark all the way through his appearance in the cinematic universe. Like, it seems to go further than just, you know, this dude was a bit of a mentor, like he helped him fund his projects a little bit. And it's a, actually a bit weird if you think about it. Like, they're kind of the antithesis of each other in a weird way. So Peter Parker obviously keeps his identity secret, trying to keep the ones he loves safe, has lots of close friends, you know. Whereas Tony Stark's the opposite of that. Like, he is Iron Man. Yeah. Everybody knows it. Uh, he doesn't have many friends. He doesn't need them. Yeah. He's this billionaire playboy f- philanthropist who is, you know, he's kind of an Spider-Man's opposite yeah, yeah, in yeah. a weird way. So, like, it's almost like it doesn't quite fit for some fans, but it's led them to speculate that... Do you remember the scene in Iron Man 2 at the very end? That terrible film that... Shout out to our pod on... I think we did a did debate. We, did we have a debate on this I think one? we did a debate on that one. Yeah, but there's the barn scene where there's the kid and he's helping him fix it. That's the seat. third one. Different one. So the, the the this one is when old mate Whiplash comes in at the very end and he's got all of the start the, the fake Stark Tech outfits and yeah. they are at a science expo and there's a kid and the the suit locks onto this kid because he's got an Iron Man mask on as like a toy mask mm. and he like holds his hand up to see if he's going to like pull Sarai and, and mm. Iron Man drops down at the last minute and like blows the Stark Tech up. Uh. The fan theory is that that kid is actually Peter Parker. Now this is given some weight by the <laughs> That's fact... That's a stretch, no? Well, it's given some, some uh, weight by the fact that you know, it was actually in Queens, this Stark Expo, mm. where, where Spider-Man's from. Okay. And it is more or less a science expo, which, you know, Peter he, Parker's yeah. science, he, yeah. what, even that, that young, why wouldn't he be? He's a kid genius. So I kind of like it. And, you know, Tom Holland, he came out and he said that he believes it was true as well. I like it. Can't it be? I like it. Yeah. I don't love it. Okay. I feel like it's trying to force a bit of backstory that we don't particularly need. Well, I think that I think it could be a nice little Easter egg. It is a nice Easter that, egg. That, I, you just call it. It doesn't really can give add much more that's not already there. Exactly. Yeah. And it's a, it's a fan note for me, unfortunately, but I do like it as a fan theory. I think it's a fan nope. <laughs> no, it's got to be like fan nope. It's got a fan nope. It is a fan nope. Look, do you have any honorable mentions? I've got one before we, uh, we wrap Mine are all up. Game of Thrones, and I want to spoil it for people. Just read the books, yeah. Just read the goddamn books, guys. The books, yeah. One final one. I, I actually really like this one. It's the Aladdin, <laughs> you know, the kids' Disney movie, is actually set in a dystopian future. Jake Gyllenhaal? Yeah. <laughs> no, not, not this one. It's set in a dystopian future. So there is a line in, in It where the genie says he's been stuck in his lamp for 10,000 years. Now... Mm. It's a bloody long time to be stuck in a lamp, yeah. yeah. And unless you subscribe to Joe Rogan, I'm not sure that people believe human beings have been around that long. So, and he also does a bunch of like references to pop culture of the day. So obviously these are just in jokes for the dads, like the Jack yeah. Nicholson jokes. Yeah. Uh, he pulls out a bunch of random stuff. And people posit that it's actually a dystopian future whereby the humanity has been wiped out and we're back to just living in among sand. Would so you? it's like a, yeah, there was like a climactic event and... Again, yes. Mm. And if you do subs- su- subscribe to Joe Rogan, you'll know that that's something people genuinely believe happened 10,000 years ago. Well, there was, yeah, there's a lot we'll of We'll talk about this next week, actually. Yeah, there's a so lo- let's not go too deep there's into this. There's a lot this. of evidence. That's, that's not, you know, Joe Rogan subscribes to some weird theories. I don't, I don't posit that to be one. Let's of them. talk about this next week. But that's, yeah. a, that's a good little added honorable mention. 
thank you very much for sticking with it. We do really appreciate it. We always do. We love it when you stick with us, even though we ramble, we ramble, we ramble. This was a fun one. I don't know why. It was, it was good, a ramble. It was good to just ramble around, talk about some fan theories, you know, like, you know, Jamie, go write one of those movies. <laughs> Make them edit it. DL, do you want a couple of bits of correspondence before yeah, we wrap up? Now, I have, like I say, I've been in the middle of a move, so I haven't had a lot of opportunities to catch up with a lot of things. However, I did manage to release a couple of YouTube videos while we've been gone. I mentioned the Harry Potter one before. I also did one, which is a new thing that I'm going to try and start, and maybe we can do together at some point, which is called, I watched the first episode, or we watched the first episode of a thing, should you carry on watching it? Yeah. Basically, we watched a show for you. Here's a thought about the first episode. Yeah. And I released one about the Star Wars series, Tales of a Jedi. Yes which I actually really liked. It's an animated show. I talked about it a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, we got a couple of, couple of comments from that. So I'm bringing back a fan favorite section. Oh, I love this A couple of YouTube comments. These are surprisingly not terrible comments. I actually quite like them. Yeah, uh, first one is from Oni1975. Good band. Who just says... <laughs> so the preface of... I, I let you watch the video yourselves. Please go and watch it. I would really appreciate it. Boost those numbers for us. But the preface is that... I break my own rule in the very first. What did you do? In the very first episode of this new thing I'm doing. What is the rule? It isn't actually just based on the first episode. Uh, of but you've got to watch it to understand that. So go and go and check it out. He just says, "I don't know, man. If you're already breaking your own rule in the very first episode of the series, you might have a fatal flaw in the plan." <laughs> As for the first episode, I suffered from the gro. It, it suffered from the Grogu effect. The little one was so preciously drawn, but actually turned out to be rather dull even though she was so cute i appreciate that i think that's good feedback thank you only 1975 i'm surprised that was i mean st- people in star wars on the internet i'm like wow all right yeah love that all right here we go katsu hatman is the next comment who just says <laughs> i think <laughs> i really appreciate that and it's like that it's katsu and then hat man like it's like a capital hat yeah it's capital hat don't forget the hat but not, not Katsu Shatman. That's good. It's Katsu Hatman. Okay. So he just says, I think the whole thing sh- would have been better without the first episode. Also, I had a slight problem with the inconsistency with Obi-Wan. <laughs> that he didn't have his mullet when Ahsoka arrived. <laughs> like, like what? You know what? It's a fair point. It's a fair point. Yeah, he should you have know, had that he mullet. He fucking needs to ride and die with that thing. Should have had that mullet, yeah. right? Like, oh my God. Well, look. Thank you again all for sticking with it. Next week we'll be back for Black Panther, hopefully, if you get a chance to watch oh, it four God, weeks later. I'm, I'm excited. Hey, we got- I, You know, correspondence from one of the fans, Rich. Where's your Black Panther episode? It's my fault. He's not the only one. We've it's, had a few it's, it's people asking fault. the same question. It is my fault. I apologize. You're back team. now, DL. You're back, baby. I have to go watch it alone, though. Everyone's already seen it. <laughs> it's true. When, when are you going to watch it? I'm open with you. Okay. All right. Do you want to wrap up the show? Let's wrap it up, man. Thank you, everybody, for uh, watching, listening. I guess you don't watch, just listening. Watching the YouTube. Um, we love it when you yeah, watch you Podcast watch Assemble yeah, on YouTube. Check the, us the YouTube. out. I'm going to try and get one of those YouTube videos out soon. I got a couple ideas, so I'll add to the, add to the fun. And then while you're uh, watching or listening, pass the pod on. Give us a... Please. Give us a review. Pass I it. promise to read any <laughs> any Spotify, Apple, wherever you find your podcast reviews. One day we'll look. No matter how grotesque they are. Okay. Um, wow. That's a challenge. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> gotta gotta do some hard work to I'm just glad no one listens them, to this part all the way them, through to this part of the episode to earn them stripes thank you to friend of the show Mr. Matthew Bliss of Blissery.fm for editing this episode if you are budding if you are a budding if you 
Bud. Do you bud podcast? You're a budding podcaster and are thinking of hiring a uh, podcast engineer to edit your podcast? Let them know by email at info at blissery.fm. Or visit Blissery FM for more information about Matt and his podcast services. You can listen to his podcast, The Drop Dead, 10-minute episodes twice a week about video games. I think you games. get that wrong every week. He told me it's Dead Drop. The Drop Dead. <laughs> you, every week. Make sure it's right. All right. Where can you listen to his podcast? Matt, Matt I'm sorry. <laughs> you can listen to his it's kind of like that dyslexia thing. I want to say the drop dead, but it's the dead drop. <laughs> Ten minute episodes twice a week. Good little download on video games. Great download I, on video uh, games. You could have done yeah. with it today for your Halo one. That's true. I did ramble. <laughs> but it's, it's a very complicated story, made even more complicated by the fact that they fucked up and didn't do our theory. Anyway, thank you all. Thank you, Tommy. We do appreciate it, guys. We appreciate it. Until next time, tally ho, tally ho, bitches. Latest gators.